to Hive Mind. Hey. I'm here with Irene. This is Meg. And I'm here with Irene. And we are talking about Mushrooms. Chef Mushroom episode. Top Chef episode six. Are we on six? I don't know. I think it's six. Uh, or seven. Uh, it doesn't matter. This is the Stump Town episode. And we start with a quick fire challenge where they've brought in a whole bunch of stumps. They, I swear, the showrunners they played so much animal crossing during the pandemic and they're like let's infuse it into this season because on animal crossing you have to build all your stuff on stumps oh my gosh that's actually a problem you're probably right i do feel like at the beginning because the they pandemic had to was go, a big surge of animal crossing oh, and everyone was i playing spent it. an entire month only playing animal i mean i like barely parented my children and played animal crossing <laughs> Uh, but, you know, they had to, like, gather fruit from the trees, and now they're, like, making stuff on stumps. I didn't love it. What part didn't you love? I didn't love that, yeah, like, really tall guys had to kneel down. Yeah, the and stumps like, really were just really dumb. <sighs> it was just dumb. Um, I did not know Oregon was known for mushrooms. Did you know this? It makes sense because it's, like, so rainy there, and so that makes sense that there's a lot of, like, fungi. Yeah. Also, the many attempts at the puns, it was like Tough it look. was it was it was a ha- really hard. It was <laughs> tragic. They were hitting us over the head with puns, and I loved the point when Gabriel was like, "I hope she's talking about game meat." Like she's like, "Are you guys game?" And he was like, "I figured it out. I'm gonna say it out loud." She's making a pun. Like it, th- I could see the wheels in his head turning. I'm like, "You are you." Here's why I love this episode because Gabriel was like just made to be an absolute dumb dumb. And he is an yes. absolute dumb dumb. Ugh. All you have to do is film him and he'll reveal himself. Here's the thing about Padma. She's so beautiful, she's never had to truly be funny. <laughs> so when she like attempts humor, you're like, I'm just really glad you're pretty. Yeah, she is really not funny. You're no, right. No. And yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't think she's even I mean, this sounds really mean. I really don't think she's even essential to this show. No. She's like, of course, iconic in the sense that she's been on it for a long time. But like, what does she really bring to this show? I mean, would I miss her if she was gone? Yes. Would it change the format of the show in any way? Absolutely not. See, I miss when Gail was on her maternity leave. I missed Gail. I love Gail. And she with her gone. I missed her. Padma. I don't know. I mean, she's kind of great, though. She's the face of it. It's like the Queen of England. Do we call her mother? <laughs> mother Padma? Uh, so also there were spiders on these stumps. Oh like, did we not wash the stumps before we it, brought them into the kitchen? <laughs> also, can you imagine the person whose job that was to like go find stumps to bring into this kitchen? That's so sad. Right? And like obvious um, disadvantage to those who are over like 5'2". Yes. <laughs> and what's his face's knee hurts? Oh my gosh, Nelson. This Nelson. was a really sad episode for Nelson. <sighs> Um, okay, so let's talk about the the quick fire though. So the the quick fire was you have to use mushrooms and you have to use you have to cook everything on this stump. You have to prepare on the stump, but they oh, could yeah, use yeah, like yeah. the stoves and the, the so I was kind of like so the stump's just a counter. Yeah. I, it was very dumb. It was it a very would be not very annoying. Out. It would be so annoying to have to cook on. I mean to have to like do all your prep on a stump. And, and again, the competition is top chef, not <laughs> top wilderness food maker. <laughs> Do you, you know? Did you watch that season where Padma's like, this is Top Chef, not Top Pasta? Which just like rings in my ears every time. What did someone make? Did like they pasta only do pasta every single time? Yeah. I mean, everyone has their thing, though. 
Okay, so h- how do you feel about mushrooms as a meat replacement? Um, I feel fine about it. I don't, I, I will say, as I was watching this episode, I feel very uneducated about mushrooms. Yeah, me too. I did not know chicken of the woods was a thing, <laughs> and they all made it. Because it must be very meaty. I mean, clearly. But that's, that's my thing. Name. I'm like, are you cooking mushrooms? I love mushrooms. Like, a wild mushroom pasta is probably my favorite food in the whole world. Really? I love mushrooms. And no one in my family likes mushrooms, so I never make them at home. So mm-hmm. when I go out, I'm always getting, like, a mushroom dish. Wow. And I just love mushrooms as their own thing. And when you just, like, bread it and fry it and call it schnitzel. I'm like, but that, that's but just like a thing. less good here's schnitzel. The thing. I do feel like the type of mushroom must change the, like it must change it completely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I've never had chicken of the woods yeah. and I've never had a chanterelle to be honest. I don't think I've had anything besides like portobello and like whatever you get at Smith's Marketplace. You've like, had like cremini. Have I? I don't know. Pro- yeah, that's I'm the sure thing is, is like, cremini. Yeah, you're right. I have because it sounds familiar. But like I could not if you had a mushroom lineup, I couldn't name any mushrooms. I felt very, I don't know, lost in the woods. There are some mushrooms I want to try now after watching this, like a lobster mushroom. Like that looked really interesting. I don't remember that one. It looks like lobster. It's got like red on top. Oh, is that someone Don had in her Yeah, Don was making the lobster mushroom. And there was like a, um, there were oyster mushrooms, I think they were called. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know. I like mushrooms, but like mushrooms. So I so my point is, I was like kind of like just let the mushrooms be mushrooms. We don't have to pretend mushrooms are meat. Yeah, I when I was um, watching this, my expectation was that somebody was going to make them really mushy and like watery, like. But nobody really made that mistake, and I'm like, oh, this is just because like I'm a home cook, and this is this is a home cook problem, and not like a Top Chef problem, because they already know like the basics of mushroom cooking. And I guess. as annoying as Gabriel is, his explanation of mushroom cooking, I was like, oh, yeah, he did know his crap on this episode. Yeah. Well, on this quick fire, and when he so he made a seared foie gras with fried chanterelles, oyster mushrooms, oven roasted figs, and herbs. It looked really good. I know, and I don't even really like foie gras, but I was like, I'd still eat that. Yeah, I yeah, I do like foie gras. I don't like thinking about how it's I how know. it's made. But then I like think about any meat, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, mm, I don't know how I feel about that, but it's delicious. Uh, who didn't do well on that challenge? Chris made a fried chicken of the woods, um, and I think he, they said he cut it too thick, so it wasn't cooked yeah. well. Yeah. Um, Nelson made sautéed crab with chanterelles and oyster mushrooms, and I think there were not like the mushrooms got lost. Yeah. Um, Byron made a confit and grilled mushroom over bulgur. What is bulgur? Pop quiz. I don't know. Tell me what I bulgur it is. It's a cereal food made from the cracked. Parboiled growths of several different wheat species. species. Oh, so it's so like, it's, like a, a, it's a grain. Yeah, like yeah. a quinoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so those three did bad. The ones that did, well, Gabriel won it, as we said. Dawn did well. Her dish looked really good. It did. I always worry about Juan, Juan about <laughs> Dawn, because she seems really stressed in the prep, like she, leading up to everything. Yeah, she's constantly going, ugh. And like all of her, like her, whatever, her, not her tools, but her, where she was going to cook were occupied, like the oven and then the fryer and then whatever. She just like seemed like she was not doing well, but her dish looked so good with the mascarpone. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, 
Gabe also did well. Oh, the chanterelle taco with mushroom bouillon. Tortilla. That looked the best to me. It looked so good. I really wanted to eat that. Taco. Yeah. And it was apparently it was spicy and like a good spicy filling in like lettuce. Wait, oh. was that? No, that no, was Maria's. that was Maria's. But Maria's... The, the, he made a taco shell out of mushroom. Yeah, Maria's yeah, Maria's yeah. looked good too. Yeah, I think so too. She Maria... should have been more specific that like, no, actually it, she shouldn't have called it a wrap because Padma would be pissed about that. Like, it's going to be messy and then she takes a bite and then drops all over her face. No. Yeah. Just Padma say, does not like a mess. No. Just say eat it with a fork and knife. It's not really a wrap. Which is what Tom did. Oh, Tom's hat. We'll get there. Ugh. Tom. So, Gabriel does not get immunity when he wins. Mm-mm. They're done giving immunity. He did win $10,000. Yeah. Good for him. From Bullion. <laughs> oh, yeah. Better than better Bullion. Better than Bullion. I mean, it's better than Campbell's. What can I say? Like... This at least makes sense because chefs yeah. do use I love broth. it when it's like there's a, always a Hidden Valley one. There's always like a Reynolds foil wrap one. Mm-hmm. So I, Stephen doesn't usually watch Top Chef. It's kind of like my show that I watch, but he watched it with me last night. And after this, they cut to them driving through the woods and it's like a lot of BMW uh-huh. shots. And Stephen's like, oh my gosh, that's not a commercial. I was like, in a way it is. Yeah, it definitely the is. The sponsorship lots on of this shots show of the BMW is not subtle. <laughs> They like no, they, they get really... they always park the car and they're like, Can you believe my drink's still cold? <laughs> I'm like, good job, guys. <laughs> Selling it. So their elimination challenge. <sighs> How do you even explain this elimination challenge? Um, well, they go to like the local um indigenous tribes and these women tell them about the food that they eat. And so I thought this was cool in the sense of like culture really I mean, food really holds such a big place in culture, right? right. And like they talked about the elderberries and these duck potatoes that they said had not been had been harvested for the first time. In a hundred years. Did you I, hear yeah, them say and that? and I want more explanation on that. Yeah, what does that and mean? They must Were they be lost? Good. Were they... I know. They look like... Re- you know how, like, really good potatoes have, like, a rich yellow color? Yes, they like were, like... The, the, like, those mini Yukon gold ones oh, that are, like... so good. Um. Anyway, and they talked about... Oh, and they went fishing, but it seemed like they didn't catch any fish, right? Yeah. And they're, like, it's called fishing, not catching. <laughs> Um, but it was, I thought that was cool. Um, I did. I also really liked, they like set out, they set out all the food on the table and they're like, here are the four categories of food. And it was fish and then, um, hooved animals and then berries and roots. And so they all had a different place on the plate plate, and they talked about the significance of that. And Abishar was like, so when we're preparing meals for you, should we respect that and have it on different parts of the plate and they said no it's a chef challenge we don't care about that but I, you know I thought like Abishar yeah. asked they made clarification I know it was interesting to learn about so what tribe was it I just pulled it up they are the Umatila oh I don't think they mentioned it because I was trying to remember but maybe they didn't confederated tribes of the Umatila Umatia Indian Reservation which was and then when they showed up to judging they were wearing their um, traditional clothing traditional clothing and it was it was very neat but the challenge is a oh, surf and turf. Surf and turf. Yeah. So with game meat. Which is oof. I mean, I feel like the Okay, also which of that so let's talk about the game. The game was there was duck, antelope, elk, I think, rabbit. venison, and rabbit. So the, yeah. I have not eaten I think I've eaten everything except antelope. Do you like rabbit? Okay, yes. 
I'm not. That's not a. Ju- I'm just <laughs> wondering. I've never had a rabbit. Oh, you haven't. Uh-uh. Okay, I actually just ate at Provisions this week, which was great. And they used to have their menu changes all the time. Uh-huh. But the first time I went there, there was a rabbit dish, and it was incredible. Like rabbit is like super tender, really like eat. When when I lived in France, rabbit is just like you can get at the grocery store. So one time I was just with with a friend. She's like, "Oh, let's make this tonight," and I'm like, "What? You know how to make rabbit?" And she just like. I can't remember. She just did something with creme fraiche and like really easy seasoning. Like, do you, how do you prepare it? I think she just put it in the oven. So you like roast it. Yeah, she roast it. But you, I mean, you could pan fry rabbit. It's like really Is it, does tender. Does it have a skin? No. 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 It's just like super tender and like, it's, it's pretty good. Okay. Sorry. No, I'm not. <laughs> not I'm to not, you. I'm not, not a to rabbit. You, but to everyone who's like gross. Um, I think it's good. I feel like elk and venison are too gamey. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've had animals that are close to antelope. Like what? Like uh, when I went to Namibia, like a lot of um, springbok. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. You that know. counts, I think. Yeah. And those are fine. It's just kind of like a less good beef. Yeah. So... I don't. I I think bison was the way to go there. Oh, bison! There's bison. I forgot to mention because yeah, bison's just beef. Um, yeah, yeah. I had a I had a roommate once who who was like a, a came from a big hunting family, so she'd get just get like tons of venison, mm-hmm. like frozen from her mm-hmm. family, and so I kind of ate it a lot that summer. And I was like, okay, this is fine. It's a little dry and like whatever. It didn't taste weird. It was just like. This is fine. I yeah. don't know. I'll yeah. eat this for sustenance, but Yeah. Protein. Um anyway, okay, so So they have to pair up. A surf has to pair up with a turf. Yeah. They've all picked knives that have the name of either a fish or game meat on it. Um and so we've got Sarah and Shoda, which is like rabbit and top smelt. team right there. Yeah, yeah, that's a dream team. I didn't know what smelt was. Me neither. And they were stoked on smelt. Yeah. Which did. is just like an anchovy, right? It, that's what it says. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's what it is. Yeah. Um, and then Maria and Byron, um, they had salmon and bison, right? No, Don no. had bison. Okay. Salmon and elk. Yeah. That's what they had. Don and Gabe had catfish and bison. And then Gabriel Nelson had um, like a trout. Um, steelhead and antelope. Antelope, like yeah. Ugh. Um, was there one more? Anyway, um, yeah. I oh, Avishar and Chris had sturgeon and venison. That's right, sturgeon. I could not believe how big the sturgeon was. Yeah, that was insane. <laughs> and also like. Uh, they served it with the sturgeon caviar, and I'm like, did they just find that inside of the sturgeon? That seems so gross. Gross. Have you ever had caviar? Yes. Did you like it? Yes. Have you? I think I think I have, but I don't remember. I like. I was. It was actually when I was living in France as a nanny, and um, the family had like a gathering, and there was like. The dad had traveled to Russia or something and gotten this really, really expensive caviar. And I was like, this is amazing. This is yeah. so good. And I was kept eating it. And they're like, 
oh my gosh, you like it. Here, t- like eat more, eat more. Really? And I just was like, eat. I like. Oh, I feel like I was the only one eating it, and I felt bad, but I and also embarrassed, and also like this is good. I can't waste this. Like, yeah. I don't know. I felt very obligated to keep eating more. But so, what it did was you good. eat it with? Like on a cracker. Okay. Yeah. Like a, a wafer, like a like a water cracker. What are those? Called? I don't remember. Just like a cracker. If I'm gonna eat caviar, I want to do it right. You know, <laughs> I want to like nail it with everything you should eat caviar with. So, I mean, the challenge, Sarah and Shoda. Here's why I love Sarah and Shoda. They are the anti-chef personalities. They're so good. No egos. So collaborative. Shoda's like, I'm just here to make the rabbit look good. So I'm going to d- prepare the smell in every way I can to make the rabbit shine. It's crazy that they thought of like putting the smell in every single thing. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it is. I never used to cook with like anchovies. And then I made that Allison Roman. Oh, it's um, so good. The what's marinara, it called? The... Yeah. Is it a marinara? Shallot pasta. The shallot pasta, yeah. And you add anchovies and it gives it <sighs> such a deep, delicious, um, like umami. Like the umami yes, of that yes. is incredible. Yes. And I and I keep that in my fridge and often if it just asks for a tomato paste, I'll just do that instead of tomato paste and it's so good. You, that's really smart. Make a whole bunch of it. You I mean, because like, you do, it. I usually have like half left because yeah. I don't. I don't usually make the whole thing. So I save like half of it and I just keep it in my fridge. Delicious. So good. Gabriel and Nelson, not so good. They're having a hard time. I feel, okay. Also, did you love that Gabriel was the last one chosen? Gabriel's like, oh, Shoda. And he's like, no, no, no. I want to work with the, the I rabbit. With the rabbit. <laughs> and you know that it's just because Gabriel. Uh-huh. He's the worst. He's the worst. And they all kind of make like reference to it. They're kind of like, I wonder how that's going over there. I know. Yeah. I know. And Nelson, Nelson, to his credit, was like, people think Gabriel's cocky. I th- I don't think so. I think he's a good chef. It's going to go fine. I know. That was really nice of Nelson. Yeah. I do feel bad that Nelson had a knee injury. And I feel bad that that he, I don't know. He hasn't really been cooking that great, to be honest, Nelson. No. So I do feel like it's like, worst personality, worst chef. Like, yeah, with yeah. like the with like the weakest, weakest link chef, which is kind of... It was just an unfortunate pairing. And it didn't it wasn't nearly as volatile as it could have been. But No, it wasn't really volatile at all. Gabriel but is pretty controlling. It is funny because I was realizing that he really is the only white man on the show. Yeah. Gabe is like white passing, but he's really Latin, you know? Yeah. And so it's like he really it's like, man. Like, come on. Represent your people better. Because you so, guys are having a hard time out it there. Was, okay, and we'll get to this later, but when he was on he was on oh, I can't talk about it yet. Hold on. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get <laughs> okay. there. Um anyway, he, Gabriel was very controlling as you were saying of like how the steelhead should be cooked and then they ended up overcooking it and they ended up doing it over because like Nelson wasn't doing it right and it was very annoying. <laughs> yeah, and it was stressful. And then um Gabe and Don. Maria Wait, who was with Byron? Byron? Byron and Maria. They have Ooh. a little bit of a, should we add more mole? Should we not? And Maria was like, I just want to be a team player and do what Byron wants me to do. And they didn't add more mole. And it was a comment. Yeah. It was a major comment yeah, from the judges. got to be uncomfy. And it's really interesting because I do feel like Maria made the right choice of like, I'm not going to throw Byron under the bus and yeah. say that he told me not to do it. But that's really rough. I can't decide if Maria bothers me or not. I, 
I don't think so. For me, I re- I like her. I like her food. I like her story. I feel like she's like, I don't know. I like her. I, I think I do. She just does talk a lot. You know, <laughs> I love the part. It was a few episodes ago where she's like, when I was with, who was she with? When I was with, was it Gabe or was it somebody else? She's like, when I was with Gabe and I could speak Spanish, it was like I had been holding my pee for 12 hours and I could yeah. finally let it go. That was so cute. I thought anyway, um, I don't know. I like her food. I think she's good, but you know, could always, could always change. I guess that there's always like one person who's like the team leader and like she's the team leader. And you I think she's the team leader. Yeah, because she's always, she's like the mom of the group. <laughs> you know, she's always the one to be like, oh, baby, we'll miss you. You know, first thing. Which yeah, like someone's got to be that person. Yeah. Anyway, they had a rough go of it. Uh, Don and who was Don with? Gabe. Gabe. This was great. good. It yeah. looked great. And I they just, didn't fry catfish. I know. And they which put was wild. Skewers and. Grilled it right mm-hmm. until it got crispy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know you could eat catfish anyway, other than fried. I don't think honestly. I've ever had catfish. I think I've just had fried catfish, and it's like any fried fish. Okay, you know. Um, yeah, they were good. I again, I said this earlier, but Dawn always surprises me. Like she's a really good chef. Yeah, it's and her food. For some her reason. food just seems like my kind of food. Like just like bright and flavorful, and not yeah. overly complicated. Like Gabriel's food is not my jam. Like I don't want. He just seems like he wants to show off so many things. Yeah, and yeah, it's and it's annoying. very like French. And her food's very like simple but good. Yeah, like, well seasoned. Yeah, um, the Avishar and Chris looked really good too. They did a croquette with the. Um, with the duck potatoes, and mm-hmm. they were the only ones I think to use duck potatoes. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then they did. Um, so they had venison in that croquette, and then they seared the sturgeon. They, is it? It's sturgeon, right? Yeah. They, the judges did say the sturgeon was kind of dry, um, but it looks like a good dish. I think the croquette I think so too. Yeah. And, you know, the judges were um, Tom wearing the stupidest hat oh my I've gosh, ever why? seen. Why Who would he do that? Who put him in that? <laughs> he's one of those hipster beanies, but he's bald. And it was sitting... And he's like 60. Like, yeah, he can't wear it's that. way too far back on his head. He looked like a Smurf. It was... <laughs> oh, it was he did look like a Smurf. hard to That's focus funny. on anything else. And then they had um, the tribal leaders come in. Oh, taste yeah. All the they were so positive and so nice. I, I know. loved it. They were like, ooh, this is so good. I've never had it this way. Like, it was so cute. And then the judges were like, yeah, but, you know, the fish is a little dry. <laughs> they're like, this is a sauce. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I would be, though, too. I'd be like, oh, I love it. This is the best food I've ever had. <laughs> I know. I do wonder if some of it is straight up bad because they're in such a hurry. I don't think for this challenge, not for it but was, like, but I do think sometimes it is. And I'm sure if you're not a judge, you don't want to say that it's bad, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so um, Shoda and Sarah won, which seemed fairly obvious. I think. Yeah. Um, I think Dawn and Gabe put up a good fight, but Shoda and Sarah won. They were obsessed with like the smelt crusted rabbit mm-hmm. um, and like putting the smelts and everything. So good for them. And then this is so crazy because Gabriel won the um, quick fire, which yeah. normally gives immunity and then had the worst dish. So Gabriel and Nelson got kicked off um, and 
Then Tom's like, okay, are you ready? We're going to go to Last Chance Kitchen right now. And if you notice, by the end of this episode, it is dark outside. It's dark and cold. It looks cold. Yeah. Oh, they're all covered in blankets. Like, they're, it's cold and dark. And they're like, okay. Okay, so you didn't watch Last Chance no, Last I Chance didn't have a chance. If you have not watched Last Chance Kitchen, this is a great Last Chance Kitchen. There's actually two parts. Stop the episode, watch it, but I'm going to explain it to you. Please. Okay. Um, okay, so I I don't know. I really don't know if it's the same day or not. I'm I'm skeptical, however, whatever. Um, Nelson ends up saying he can't compete. And he's like, I got to take care of my knee. I'm thinking Mm. about my family and my future and all these things. Like, I can't do it anymore. So he like, they have shots of him like going to see a doctor or whatever. So he's out. Okay. So Gabriel comes in. Everyone is shocked to see Gabriel and Jamie, which is hilarious because Gabriel is the reason Jamie went home. Right. So it's Jamie and Gabriel. And the challenge is, um, let me remember. Oh, so they're like... They were asking all the chefs, like, what was the first dish you've ever made? Like, what would be the first dish? Probably like scrambled eggs or something, right? Rice Krispie treats. Oh, that's a good one. So, <laughs> that's funny because, so they said, one of, or, um, Gabriel said eggs, an omelet, and um, Jamie said fried rice. Oh, okay, yeah. And so they're like, okay, well, you guys have to make a dish, one using eggs and Jamie yours using rice, which I think is totally unfair because you have to cook rice for like 20 minutes. And don't you put eggs in fried rice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you do. So she wasn't like, so, but th- those were the things that they were like, okay, this is what you have. Yeah. Like okay, be inspired okay. just by these this ingredient yeah. because you said it and then whatever. So, okay. So what would you make if you had an egg dish, do you think? Eggs Benedict. Ooh, that's a good one. What would you make? I don't know. I think a- I do love eggs. Eggs is one of my favorite food because it's like so versatile, right? And you can so make cheap. a million things. Oh, yes. Protein. Um, anyway, he made steak and eggs. So he made a steak. Whoa. I know. I just feel like that's not like... That's not fair. It's not an egg dish. Yeah. <laughs> that's a steak dish with some eggs. <laughs> Which is fine. Like, it wasn't necessarily part of the challenge to, like, highlight the egg, but... I just thought it was like kind of boring, but he made um, he made a steak and eggs dish with with confit tomato, porcini, and anchovy butter on the steak, mm. which sounds really that good. That does sound good. Um, a corn custard, and okay, this is what I was saying, which was so annoying. They did like they showed different items of them, and he was like, "I deserved to be on this show, and I deserve to keep going." Ugh. That's what he said. Like. Ugh. Can you imagine the entitlement? And I love. And then they did like a Jamie one, and she was like, "I just really think this dish can get me back on the show," which is like the complete opposite attitude, right? Of like, mm-hmm. I deserve to be here because I'm me, and like, no, I deserve to be here because I cooked a really good dish. I I know I've mentioned this before, but on Chef's Table, the Netflix show, all of the women chef they do profiles on are like, yeah, I just worked really hard for a really long time and I sacrificed a lot and it was really hard, uh, but I just kept working hard. And all the men were, are like, I was born with a natural talent oh to my cook gosh, and anyone who does not respect my talent does not understand food. <laughs> oh, it's so annoying. So, and then Jamie made a fried rice. It was like a crispy fried rice dish that she like did a deconstructed version of. Mm-hmm. It looked so good. Um, 
It was she did a sample ginger sauce. She added some egg. Um, she did crispy rice, and she says this is just peasant food. I grew up eating with my mom, which oh, is like so love cute. It. Ratatouille all over again. <laughs> Snow crab in the egg, um, and it looked amazing. She did like a lemon juice and apple, like little relish salad type mm, thing on top yum, for like little some like, acidity. Yeah, um, and she won. Jamie won. Oh, I love it. I know. It was so great. Then there was, so that was, I knew that there were two parts because I could see the two different parts. And I was like, what's happening? Like, how are, Jamie won. So she's back in. Then Tom says, okay, Nelson went home and we're actually supposed to send two chefs back into the (gasps) kitchen. So now the rest of you are going to cook a dish and one of you will get back in. Wait, so Jamie's so, for sure going back. Jamie's for sure okay, going back. Good. And then this is the part where I'm like, this poor Gabriel has been cooking all day, plus last can- chance kitchen. And yeah. I think they went home and then did it the next day, although I'm not sure. I would actually love to know the logistics of last chance kitchen because they're just sitting there waiting for these chefs to get kicked off top chef. I, I want to know the filming schedule. How long does it yes. take? Is this every day they're doing stuff? Are I don't there know. breaks? Is it once a week? Yeah, I just I I can't know. figure I it can't, out. I I think I I my hunch is that once a week is like in between challenges seems too long, but also every day seems too quick. So I bet it's yeah. like every other day, three times a week, something like that, where they're actually cooking something. But then these poor people out. who have gotten kicked off and are no longer in the challenges and just have to wait until somebody gets kicked off to do Last Chance Kitchen, and then the people that are off Last chance kitchen are just sitting there yeah it's crazy okay so they all get to compete and he's like i'm not going to give you any parameters you just cook for your life cook a dish that is good and whoever's dish is the best will get get it back in which is crazy that is wild what would you do oh my gosh i have no idea i have no idea i do a ribeye Really? Mm-hmm. I would not cook. Uh, I'm not like cooking a steak feels not like not I my guess, jam. No, I guess I wouldn't because you want to season a ribeye like well in advance. Oh, I don't know. Okay. So here's the, here's the, a little bit of a twist is Gabriel makes a salad and he's like, I've made proteins and like red meat for almost all of my challenges. I'm going to, it's not really how I eat. I'm going to make a salad, which okay. I'm like. Honestly, I, I might make a salad. <laughs> what is like what what he put in it? So he did a watermelon salad. He smoked. Oh yeah. He smoked feta. He put these really like small pe- like slices of plum in there, which mm. looked so good. He toasted all these spices. It looked like a really good salad. Um, Roscoe did uh, this one looked so good too. I love Roscoe. I yeah, really I wish too. he had been on the show longer. He cooked um, shrimp and pancetta. Um, hold on, I have it. Maybe I don't. It was a shrimp and pancetta like play on red rice type thing. Mm, so yeah. it was like um dirty rice. Yeah. And it looked so good. Um and let's see. Oh no, it was a far it was with Faro. So Faro and Shrimp served it said gullah style with pancetta. Um Brittany, I mean being the alpine cook that she is, cooked a schnitzel. Mm-hmm. With caper and lemon brown butter sauce with a celery salad. Also looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Do you like schnitzel? Mm-hmm. Schnitzel's so good. Um, Kiki. Oh, this was ballsy too. Kiki's like, I really think I grew up eating sardines. And I really think sardines is like an overlooked protein. Hmm. And um, 
she's like, I just hope Tom is into sardines because if not, then I'm screwed. (laughs) So Tom's like making the rounds and she's got like all of her stuff out and he's like, tell me what we're cooking. And she's like, oh, like explaining that whole thing. And he's like, oh, I love a sardine. Pulls a sardine out. He's like, are you using these? And she's like, no, go ahead. Pulls a sardine out and just pops one in his mouth right (sighs) there. I don't know if I can do it. (laughs) Oh, I could. Really? Oh, yeah. It's just like, like the head. There's still a head. I know. I mean, this is, yeah, I don't know. I ate a lot of weird food as a kid. And so, I don't know. Sardines don't bother me at all. Um, so she did sardines with like a pomegranate salsa or sardines with a preserved lemon yogurt with a chermoula green sauce and pomegranate. So like just the sardines? It was just a sardine over like this this sauce and pomegranates on top. It was crazy. But it that's was a like crazy dish. She to didn't serve. even prepare the sardines, right? Like, because no. they've been brining for how that's yeah. weird. Um, and then Sasha made a pasta. Okay. So she made, and she's like, I gotta just do it. I gotta just make a pasta. She's the Italian cook. And she is making, I don't know what kind of pasta. Oh, no, it's called a cavatelli, mm. which. It's like she, they showed her, it's like these little bits of pasta and then she showed her, they showed her using this tool to roll it and then after she rolled, she rolled it with like this thing and after she rolled it, it was like, um, like spirally almost like little, um, grooves in the, in each thing, in each little pasta. Like a penny? No, no, no. Like the other way, like a, like a spiral almost. Like a, uh, fazoli, 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 but it wasn't as... Anyway, similar to that, yeah. Okay. But it was crazy because she was rolling each little thing individually. That's kind of For cool. like 30 minutes. It yeah. was crazy. So let me tell you what else was in her dish. She had a ricotta cavatelli with harissa, and she made her own harissa. Um, Irene, what's harissa? It's like a, it's like a hot sauce, oh, but it's made okay. with like a red pepper base. Yum. So like often the the reason I know this or like was introduced to it was when I was living in France, they would ask you when you're at the donor kebab stands, yeah. like, do you want harissa on? It's like the hot Ooh. sauce that goes on. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Fontina and Espelette pepper garnish. Anyway, it looked amazing. amazing. Any meat? No. No, just cheeses. Yeah. Yum. And Sasha won. I love Sasha and I love Jamie, so I am thrilled. I know. By this and news. Tom did say like these are all amazing, and it makes it hard to judge because there's no like parameters. There's nothing yeah. I can like. Well, you didn't like follow the theme or whatever. So yeah. I don't know. Good for all of them. All of those. All the food looked really good. Okay, I need to go back and watch it. Like it, it's a great I already episode. Know. The thing about Top Chef is you can have it spoiled, and watching it is still just a yeah. Delight. It's true. It's true. Yeah. It's like, so good. I know winners of past seasons that I still plan on watching because oh, I, I just want to experience it. Oh, I'm so excited for those two to come back. Um, I think I kind of think Restaurant Wars is so next week, is but it? but they're adapting it so it's not Restaurant Wars. They're feeding nurses and doctors. Oh, they're taking food to them. That's right. So, so it's a it's a version of Restaurant Wars like that. Yeah, is that what I'm, and I'm kind of relieved because Restaurant Wars is always so stressful. So. <laughs> Stressful. So stressful. I also knew before watching Last Chance Kitchen, they showed like a clip of, okay, the winner of Last Chance, Last Chance Kitchen is back in the competition and everyone cheers. I'm like, if it were Gabriel, they'd they never would have cheered. That's like what that. I so thought I'm like, too. It's definitely not Gabriel. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really, I love Jamie. I know. And I love she's Sasha. truly hilarious. Yeah. And I just love her. I'm so glad she's back. I There was a minute 
last night where I thought Avishar might go home. Oh. And I was sad. I <laughs> don't know what I would have done. I love Avishar. I love all of them. I know. They're so good. This is why this show is so good. Because you like you end up liking at least 80% of the people. Oh, the best. Oh, it's so good. What have you been making? To be honest, I mean, I think I saw you like four days ago, so I haven't really been making that much. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I made a strawberry cheesecake that's Ooh. like not really elevated, but so good. <laughs> it's so good. Sounds great. And I just found it on YouTube. It's like this funny okay. little like, YouTube cook mom lady, and it is good. It sounds amazing. Okay. And I you made put a, mascarpone I, in it, so maybe it's a little elevated. I made a good salad. Yeah, what was it? <laughs> it's just a, sh- uh, what are they called? Cobb. Just a Cobb salad. Ugh, I do love a Cobb. But Did a you Cobb put blue sa- cheese? Well, no, because it was for my, I was bringing it down to my in-laws and mm. they're like not super adventurous with food. So I didn't want to do that. But yeah. the recipe is falling. I mean, I, you don't necessarily need a recipe for salad. I get that. But they said um, you could use like shredded Parmesan instead. And so I did that, which was good. But yeah. I also recently watched a reel that came up on my timeline. Um, I think it's from Caro. There's somebody followed called Caro Chambers. I don't know if you follow her. She does Mm-mm. like great recipes of like Trader Joe's meals and like oh, okay. whatever. Yeah. And she's like, here's why your salads suck. And she's like, you got to chop up the lettuce really small. So it's like you're in a restaurant. Yeah. I chopped up the lettuce small for this chef, for this. I keep wanting to call this chef salad for this Cobb salad. It really made a huge difference. Yeah. I sometimes I like a chunky lettuce yes. for like just a green salad yes. with like chunky tomatoes and chunky cucumbers. But all other salads, I think that the lettuce should be small. Yeah, it's it was so good. Did you do eggs? Yeah. Eggs, tomato, bacon. Yum. Cucumber. Avocado? Yeah, avocado. Yum. It was really good. I just want to eat it again. And what dressing? It was actually um, just a vinaigrette, like a white wine um, vinegar with olive oil and a little bit of mayonnaise and mm. like salt and pepper, some mustard. Mm-hmm. So good. A little sweet. Was it a little sweet? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Chrissy Teigen actually has a really good Cobb salad recipe. Oh, sounds good. She has good food. She has good food. The chicken that you make for it is good. And her point is like, you shouldn't have crappy chicken just because it's in a salad. The chicken should be good. Yeah, that's true. I I recently had a salad at, I think I said this already, at Nomadies last time I was here, I talked about it. But like it had roasted vegetables with the fresh like lettuce. Love that. I want to recreate it. Like, it was so good. I'm trying to get more into salads because there's only one salad I really make. But, like, a good salad is so refreshing in the summertime. I got really into kale salads, which I still really love. Um, And I do that a lot. A lot of times when I have, like, like leftovers of a protein or whatever, I'll just, like, massage kale for a little while. Massage kale? kale? Yes. What are you talking about? Oh, my gosh. This is going to change your life. Okay. Because okay. I have kale in my fridge, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with it. Oh, this. my gosh. You got to do this. Okay, so massaging kale is just like you put it in between your hands, and you just, like, roll your hands together like you're, I don't know. Like starting a fire with yes. sticks? Yeah. Yes, okay. but doing it with kale. Okay. Um, And it just, like, breaks up the the plant, I guess. It breaks up. It breaks it down, so it's, like, not... because. Kale can be tough and bitter. Yeah. It gets rid of the toughness. It gets rid of the bitterness. What? And then could it you like, roll it with a rolling pin? You could, but it's really not that hard. Okay. Like, I think it's just like, I think, just try with your hands. Okay. <laughs> Don't do it with a rolling pin. <laughs> um, and it just soaks up, like, whatever, like, vinaigrette you're using or whatever. Oh, and um, okay. I will often do, like, 
uh, kale, like leftover protein. I'll even if I have like had pasta, like a pasta, like plain throw plain pasta in there. Parmesan, lemon vinaigrette, amazing. I've just been adding it to quinoa, which is okay. like I it's good because it's just steamed Are you and cooking brothy. it. Okay, yeah, you're cooking. Well, so I make the quinoa and then you let it rest for five minutes. You know, uh-huh. so I throw in the kale oh, as, as it's, it's resting, resting and it steams it That's and smart. makes it like pretty good actually and yeah. i don't even like kale but i'm gonna try this i'm gonna massage my kale you massage the kale it's so good <sighs> and kale lasts a long time i know because most greens you buy them and like two days later they're like peace i'm soggy <laughs> and gross now have you seen that tweet that's like i almost left the grocery store without getting a spring salad mix that i'm immediately <laughs> gonna throw away in a week <laughs> i know and i leave them in the month and then they're, they're like just goo. It's so it's gross green it's like, goo. <laughs> yeah it's like glued to the edges of the bag it's so gross so all right. Well, um, this has been fun. Yeah. Thanks for being here with me. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. Remember to uh, subscribe to our newsletter, which I haven't sent in two weeks, but I will. Hivemind.substack.com. And we are doing Mayor of Easttown on Patreon. And Mayor Ooh. of Easttown is good and it's fun to talk about. So patreon.com forward slash HiveMindHQ. Please leave us a good rating and review. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Share on social media. We love you, and we will be back next week to talk more Top Chef. Okay, bye.